I'm Q. And I'm Jewish Dave. This is Bird Road. This is Bird Road, the top progressive program from Miami, Las Vegas, and everywhere in between. Yeah, you did it. You nailed it. So subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to share the show with people. I don't even really care. At this point, if you're hearing this, you've probably already subscribed. Maybe. I don't know why all you people... Like, I know we have a lot more people than the people who have reviewed the show, but, like, obviously it's falling on deaf ears. I don't care. Just tell your friends about it. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, but never on Facebook. (laughs) I mean, you can, but, you know... Q won't be happy about it. Somebody, somebody messaged you on Facebook, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have to deal with that. And you were, and you were like, like screen grabbing it and sending it to me, like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know, block them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Our email is birdroad at allpointswest.net. I got to check this phone number. I don't know if anybody's been calling us, but area code 305, you can call us. Area code 305. Seven nine two eight nine seven one. What's going on over on Piecing It Together, Dave? We got uh, a couple new episodes coming up this week. We have one on High Life and one on Alita Battle Angel. And, Is High Life uh, worth it for me? Will, will I like High Life? God, I don't know if you'll like High Life. You might. I mean, it's 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 one of those movies that's like you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, what the fuck did I just watch? And then you're going to think about comp. it. Give me a comp. What's um, a comparison? I mean, honestly, the easiest one is like a 2001 A Space Odyssey. I mean... It, I don't remember that. I watched that yeah. in like high school or something. Yeah, it's just like bizarre. It's just completely bizarre. And it's like, did they have a point? And there's a lot of like sexual oh, violence that. and stuff like that. And like, it, it's it's a weird movie. Very, very I strange. Like but I, I, I liked it. It looked um, a lot to me like, like Ex Machina. But... Um, not, not really. Not really. Um, okay. A lot weirder than that. But... uh. Very good, though. And, of course, Robert Pattinson's excellent. Um, but, yeah, check out Piecing It Together. Also, uh, Awesome Movie Year just launched, so check out Awesome yeah, Movie Year. Yeah, make sure you, do, you uh, subscribe, rate, and read Awesome Movie Year. I'm uh, with uh, Jason and Josh, the newest jewel in the crowd. You know, i got to go on the website and, um, and include them on allpointswest.net. Hell, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you feel like learning more about us, you can visit allpointswest.net. Plug for my corporate website. There you <laughs> go. So, I guess, like, in the last few hours or the last 24 hours... Our outline for this show has been turned upside down because of some some really big news. <laughs> <laughs> what, what news would that be? The I mean, like, have you not been paying attention to the Jeffrey Epstein thing? Yeah, I knew that's what you're going to talk about. Oh well, then why did you ask? Because I, be my... I was I was I was making jokes. I knew that. I'm trying to be cute. I I knew that you you've been uh, you've been on this uh, Epstein train for a while now. You've been. Oh, don't tell yeah. me that I'm on any means of conveyance with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Don't no, say. You are, don't, no train. I, I don't, no I don't, plane. I don't, I don't mean don't it. Yeah. Me. I don't mean it figuratively. I mean literally the train that he owns. I was taking the, the yeah. sex dungeon train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, do you want to know my hottest take on the every on the the whole Epstein thing? What? That I I don't think I've shared it yet anywhere on any of my other media channels. Okay. Um, baby boomers invented uh, molesting kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was there was it never happened before them. Uh huh. It didn't it didn't exist. 
<laughs> except for Greek people, Roman people, and Mormon people. Those uh-huh. are the only people that molested kids before. You don't think like and, slave owners did? Well, before then it didn't exist. Like if if a kid was molested, they just called it a rough day at the factory. <laughs> But think and, about and it. Lord no, ba- knows we've all had a few of those. Baby boomers, <laughs> um, Epstein, Jimmy Seville, mm-hmm. uh, Woody Woody Allen, uh-huh. Gary Gary well, Glitter. Let, let, let's calm down there a little bit, Q. But yeah, the rest of them. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Woody Allen. Oh yeah, a consenting twelve year old, right? Like that's perfectly fine. Yeah, how uh-huh. dare I assail his uh-huh. uh, integrity? Um, the, no, like the dad from Beetlejuice. All those guys. All. He did. He did something. Oh, that's right. He, he did. Yeah. yeah. He went to prison for a while. I think. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, the Comet Pizza guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Uh. <laughs> Bill, Bill Clinton. What did she all do? Baby, what do they all have in common? Uh huh. Baby boomers. <laughs> well, they are terrible, terrible people. Every single last one of them. So, like, with with everything that has to do with baby boomers. They're the single most blessed mm-hmm. and like also most cursed generation. Yeah. Like they didn't get, they didn't get molested mm-hmm. and they also didn't have to work in factories. They were the first, you know, baby boomers were the first generation of people who got to have childhoods sure. before, before like the early 1900s, the concept of childhood was like not a thing. It was right, just, right. You, you got to be three years old and you went out on the farm or you went into a factory. And yeah. That was, that was it. Unless your parents were like the richest people in town. Then you got to go to school with like six other kids. You know, when you, when you talk about that, it does bring up a really strange, interesting point about human history that like just how new everything that we take for granted is. Everything. Everything is so new. Every yeah. condition that defines the fabric of our reality, air conditioning, yeah. Yeah. just it, like everything is so new and so tenuous. It could easily be like yeah, having a virgin asshole like into your 20s. <laughs> Like, it's all so tenuous. And I don't know, man. <laughs> I can tell you, you don't want to laugh. I say we got to laugh at this shit because, yeah. like, we live in a country where there are, like, fucking concentration well, camps with little kids. Here, like, 20 miles. 20 miles from where I am right now. 20 miles. There's a, there's a fucking concentration camp filled with little uh, Honduran kids. Here's like, the what reason are, what, not to What laugh. am I going to exercise? Propriety? Like, uh, oh, oh, we can't laugh at that. We can't make fun of... Uh, of of that shit. Right? I of I of course I'm going to laugh at all of it, but here's the reason is that even with what's been happening in the news this week, is anything going to fucking happen? Do you really think anything's going to happen or change? Well, let me ask you this. What would happen if just hive mind style? Mm-hmm. Like like 50,000 people. We all decided that fucking kids is bad. Just overnight. <laughs> Just overnight. <laughs> There's this concept of um, where I don't know how to explain this. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up. I wanted to get into a thing where I talked to you about like what would happen if like fifty thousand people in like a place like Miami, right, in between here and Homestead, where that child detention center is, mm. and like there were so many legal legal technicalities and little 
uh, loopholes and things that that allowed Jeffrey Epstein to get off for so long, like to, mm-hmm. to avoid any kind. Of, people have known about this guy, like from from what I can tell, since like the mid '90s or the late '90s. I've right. known what a piece of shit this guy is. Yeah, he's now a very old man. He's gonna, I don't know, he's gonna get like, uh, first of all, too many people are implicated in the shit that he did. So there's no way he's ever going to go to like real jail. They're going to have to do something performative, like, you know, put him in like federal prison for a few years or something, but he's not going to go to real jail. He's not going to get like his shit pushed in or anything like that. He's, he's going to be protected and whatever. Um, I, I guess like my point is the idea of if the system is so fundamentally broken, what about mob justice? And I try to apply that to other th- like is mob justice always wrong or is it wrong because of the threat that it might be wrong? Like okay, yeah, you can have mob justice, but like your your um your rate of success with mob justice will only be I don't know, let's say 50%. Mm. Right? But okay, so then how do you like how do you explain Jeffrey Epstein? Like he was an exception to the rate of success. He, you know, he escaped justice. He's going to get put away probably again for a little while at a very advanced age. He basically got away with it. This is something we talked about. It's a concept we talked about with our guest last week, Amy Westervelt. And I've been thinking about it a lot about the idea of like getting away with it. Like, yeah, maybe you get caught when you're like 80, Mm -hmm. but you got away with it right i've always i've always thought you know you know the first time i thought about that was is uh the movie sin city with with the child molester guy (laughs) i was like that guy's an he's an old guy like he got away with it he made it yeah okay great he got his head cut off right that's the guy who got his head yeah crushed or yeah 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 like Um, he he lived a full life of doing exactly what he wanted to do he so what's worse what's worse Jeffrey Epstein basically getting away with it, which no matter what happens from here until the day he dies, he did. He got away with it for 25, 30 years, however mm-hmm. long. Or just like 50 people who know about it just beating the dog shit out of him and, and killing him yeah. in, a, in the street like a rat. And well, I, I, who, I, who serves that justice? Like, who does it? Well... <laughs> If people are asking, welcome to Bird Road <laughs> Vigilante <Yeah>. Podcast. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm back. Uh, what if it was just Keanu Reeves? What if we were a vigilante podcast? What if we were literally going around executing street justice at a 50% success clip? <laughs> we destroyed half the city. <laughs> <laughs> trying to try to put a bullet. Who in. gave these guys all of this? All these guns. Wait, wasn't this, these... was this a movie that we came up with like fifteen years ago? Where Everything we're vigilantes. Everything is a movie that we came up with fifteen years ago. What was it called? Or was that the Jew in the queue? I don't know. It could have been. Could have been yeah. the Jew in the queue. A lot of things called the Jew in the queue, but practical applications because that boat has sailed, right? Yes. Uh-huh. The Jeffrey Epstein boat sailed. But, I mean, like, I'm not even joking around. I'm serious. And I'll probably have, like... This is a thought experiment. Let me just say that to avoid having any federal agents come knocking on my fucking door. Mm-hmm. Or yours. But it's a thought experiment. I think it's one worth having. When there's something that's clearly, patently... You know, we talk about the, the success rate. When you're 100% certain of a thing. And you can look and you see it. Literally 20 miles from your house. What if 50,000... Right, which is like one 
one hundredth of the population of South Florida, right? It's about five million people here in Brown, here in Miami Dade and in Broward County. What if like one one hundredth of them just decided the situation at the border? I'm sorry, the situation at the the Homestead Detention Center is inconsci- is unconscionable, mm. and we're just gonna fifty thousand of us storm the gates and rip the building down. Yeah, like I mean, what? is that justice meted out? I know it's a a fucking fantasy. I know it's ridiculous, but like I'm saying like, it's not wrong. Like it's, it's just like, I I don't know. There's no, there's no correct process. There's nothing that you can do to fix it the right way. Because no matter what you tell me about like, Oh, well, you know what? You want to change that? You better show up and vote. And it's like, well, guess what? Asshole. I live in a state where no matter what, a fucking re- a Republican will always win because they control every lever of power and there's not going to be a situation where they don't win. And even if they did win this state, they still win in a bunch of other places and the next guy who's going to become president will probably be the same guy who's president now and he'll probably lose by 10 million votes across the country, 15 million votes, and still win the presidency. Mm-hmm. Like, So what is the recourse? Like, What is the thing you're supposed to do? Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is like, Maybe we should just rip this shit down, rip down a lot of these things. Not everything, but like the most egregious examples. People talk about like, I hear people at work because at work I'm, I'm the when we talk politics, everybody's a Democrat at my where I work, but I'm probably the furthest left person. Mm-hmm. Everybody is would consider themselves to be liberal or whatever, but, um, and there that <laughs> I I get my balls busted a lot at work by people who are like talking about like radical and like the radical left there is no radical left in this country right it's just whenever like a a bland new deal progressive comes along people think because it's been so long since they've seen anything resembling a radical left of any you know substance or size that they're like oh that's that's insane bernie sanders is just too far too it's like bernie sanders is so moderate in the larger prospect of or the larger spectrum of of the far right to the far left yeah yeah and that would be one thing if there wasn't um an outsized uh you know population of people on the far right but there are like there's a lot of people on the far right if you told me that there was like a voting block of four or five million people across the country registered voters who think that it's time to rise up and take the means of production away from property owners um you know obliterate rent seeking um you know an institute mar- like marxist doctrine if you were to tell me that if if that was the case i'd be like okay yeah well that's like you know that's a vocal um you know left leftist movement far left movement but nobody is like that there's not there's not millions of people like that mm-hmm. like that's a that's a even i'm not quite that far you know so uh you know well, I, I I didn't want to interrupt what you were saying there, but to go back to your previous point about everybody just you know c- coming yeah. together, just fucking storming it. Um, I wasn't even going to bring this up on the show, but um, on September twentieth, uh, there is an initiative to storm Area Fifty One. They can't stop all of us, and so far three hundred and forty thousand people have signed up for the Facebook uh, event invite. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad we have our priorities straight as a country. People can do things if, uh, you just gotta, you gotta give them a good memeable version of what you're, what you're suggesting, you know? Yeah. So the move is what? Let's, let's, let's strategize that a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. The move is that we, we get, 
some portion of that 340,000 people. And instead of Area 51, we just point them at, like, one of those <laughs> detention centers. Yeah. And just tell them, like, that's Area 51. Go rip it rip it to shreds. <laughs> we, 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 like, make a, a deep fake video of an alien, like, that looks kind of like the uh, the alien in Signs, how you see it on yeah. the TV screen. But that was, yeah, like, in, in the like, detention center. Some Mysterio Spider-Man Far From Home shit. Like, Ooh, just, like, that would make... rule. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, I always love the logic of the like they can't they can't stop all of us mm-hmm. thing because <laughs> it's like yeah they're gonna stop some of you yeah. <laughs> probably you them. specifically probably the, per- you, the person that's saying that thing <laughs> literally the guy who says they can't shoot us all will be the first to get shot. <laughs> It's like okay, then let it be you. If, if, if they <laughs> show me exactly what you're talking about, I'd like to see it in action. <laughs> I'm watching this. TV show right now and it's hard it's it's real hard treading man uh but it's like a great show to put on at like 11 o'clock if you're alone at home and it's like for me I fall asleep around like 12 12 30 and I know I got like an hour and a half left of just kind of sitting by myself and watching TV and it's called too old to die young and it's by this guy Nicholas winding rep oh yeah winding reffin yeah and it's like what you're talking about. I feel like it's kind of a analogous to um, High Life because it has this unknowable qu- quantity to it where mm-hmm. it feels like it's trying to say something, like there's a point, but then it gets a little overwhelmed with the weirdness and the yeah. the depth and just the lingering shots. And it's beautiful. It's, I mean, yeah. you can't take your eyes off of it. This guy is an auteur. He makes beautiful, beautiful images. Do you ever see The but, Neon uh, Demon? I've heard about it now. I want to watch it now because yeah, it's you know, I'm a it's fan of weird for sure. But it's uh, it looks so damn cool. Like he has such a style to him. His, yeah, his the, filmmaking. the style is incredible. He yeah. needs a screenwriter, I think. Probably. He needs, like yeah, but he needs a writer, else. man. He needs somebody to like drop in and not somebody so ham fisted like Aaron Sorkin, who's uh, I got to tell you, whose shit is terrible, <laughs> um, fucking awful, heavy handed trash, but. That guy, oh man, I don't know. I know you don't watch TV. You should watch that fucking show. Anybody out there who watches TV, it's like on Amazon hidden. It's this hidden gem that they <laughs> yeah. have. And you'll watch it and it's just frustrating and you'll feel like, why am I watching this at one point? And you just keep watching it and it just keeps being beautiful and compelling and like without really a lot happening. Like, um, I like it. Uh, but anyway, that's what Good Times was reminding me of. Hell yeah. I, I, I do want to watch that. Maybe I'll make time for it. We'll see. It's crazy, though. I don't think you will because the episodes are like an hour and a half apiece. <laughs> and they're so, like, dense. It's so dense. But it's like, it's like really, it really is not to belabor the point, but it is kind of like, it's like watching art. It's, you have to sit and appreciate it. And, and it just really kind of captivates you. And it looks really beautiful. And yeah. Sure. The guy can shoot the, sh- the hell out of a shot, man. Hell yeah. Um, so earthquakes, what's been going on over there, man? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? It's crazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, I, I really think that we're going to get more, they're going to start coming closer and closer. Um, and apparently this is great. Uh, one of the biggest fault lines in Southern Nevada is at Decatur and Desert Inn, a, pl- hey, you know a block away there? from wax tracks. 
<laughs> wax tracks, everybody. As long as we're calling out plugs, go visit wax tracks, get caved in. Before all the records go bye-bye, down a big hole that opens up. My records! My, My records! Fucking records! Life isn't worth it. Take me! Take me! What am I going to do without money? He's actually said before, I don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> I don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've never felt a, uh, a earthquake like that before. I mean, it was very, very strange. Have you ever felt one? There was one time I did. I was living in an apartment over on... Uh, I went through this like string of... I mean, like, my whole time living in Vegas was just a string of, like, rinky-dink apartments. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. really shitty apartments. Uh, I see them when I'm driving around town. I'm like, oh, there's one. <laughs> like, like, if you're driving with Gina, or you, you must, she must think that I was a hobo drifter. Because <laughs> I'm sure that you're like, oh, Q lived in that apartment. And you probably say that in front of 10 different apartment complexes. <laughs> the thing about Vegas is this. Vegas gives, I don't know if this is still the case, but it used to be. First of all, Vegas is four bedroom apartment, five hundred fifty bucks a month. Um, and like <laughs> huge apartments that like no nobody who is making five hundred fifty bucks a month needs that big of an apartment. It rules. But, um, so Vegas is this: you sign a twelve month lease at an apartment, and you get two months free. <laughs> And the way that they do that is either they just let you uh, have two months for free or they take the value of two months and spread it across your monthly payments, your your rent, and uh, lower it by that, you know, aggregated amount. And um, it, there's a reason that they do that. It's because every single building in Las Vegas is made out of cardboard. And, like, it's just, it, like, from, you know, $5 million houses all the way down to $500 a month apartments. It's all made out of just like cheese whiz. And (laughs) (laughs) what worries me about that is the eventuality of our earthquake, because I almost feel like you might even be safer because if your house collapsed on you, your nice Spanish trails house, Uh wherever (laughs) out there where you live. If even that house, you could probably dust it off of you. If uh-huh. it fell on you and just be like, oh, so, damn, my house yeah. collapsed. And well, that's kind of heavy. Be like, it would probably be like digging out from underneath like a bunch of cardboard boxes. But from underneath a bunch of U's. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of thick boys. What's your, what's your, um, what's your uh, disaster plan? Uh, we're, we just basically have a spot to stand in. That's like the extent of it. Just grab the dogs and stand in that that area. If you remember, like when you walk in from the garage, that's kind of our spot where we're gonna hang out and wait for it to all to pass and for all the destruction to go by. How do you corral your animals? Well, we'll get the dogs easy, but the cats are just gonna kind of do their own thing. I'm sure. That was what I was gonna say. Is I was living when it happened to me. I had a cat, um, a cat named uh, Fuck. Just pretend it was Phoenix for the sake of the story. Yeah, okay, it can be Phoenix. Alright. No, this is before Phoenix, so this is a cat named um Sammy. We named mm. this cat Sammy. And um so I had a, a I was like nineteen, I think. I had a girlfriend who was also nineteen and who uh I shared an apartment with. And um 
she wasn't there. She was, I don't know, at work or something. And it was like 9 o'clock. This had to be like 1999. And uh, 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And um, this fucking cat, Sammy, jumps off the bed. I was sitting in the bed watching TV. Jumps off the bed. Starts climbing the walls. Literally like fucking jumping as high as he could. Halfway up the walls. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, what's going on? What's going on? I tried to calm him down. He was freaking out. And finally he like got back on the bed very not calmly he wasn't laid calmly he was very tenuous like on you know when cats are yeah when cats are laying but they're really crouched like they're ready to pounce he was like that for like another five minutes just kind of like head on a swivel looking around like waiting for something to happen sure enough like five minutes later the whole building starts swaying and shaking i fell off the bed he knew man (laughs) he fucking felt that shit that's crazy and um that's magic cat power dude that's that's cat magic they're crazy they're fucking nuts I've been following this guy on Twitter. Did you get a chance to look at at, at, at this guy? Yeah, I I could have swore that we were going to talk about this guy actually before because I remember Maybe. seeing this. You Maybe. you you definitely sent it to me at one point before, and uh, yeah, he's pretty he's pretty great. I remember the Star Wars one that he has pinned. He's, yeah, yeah. So the famous okay, so the guy we're talking about is on Twitter. He's, I mean, not like wildly popular or anything. He's got like twenty thousand followers. His handle is at of Wudan and his he goes by the name Mr. Plenty and his name is actually um uh Jeremy I think Jeremy Tate let me double check so he got famous internet famous twitter famous for a moment a few months ago when he he posted a picture of himself standing next to he this is who this guy is this is the energy that he is and I just like I've been I followed him because of this tweet not because I'm particular, uh, you know, a zealous advocate of his lifestyle or anything, but let, let me let me have him tell you in his own words. Um, so here's the tweet: Never seen Star Wars, none of them, never will. Quote. So he's saying like people tell him this, like, "OMG, you're missing out. Maybe you're missing out on being a multimillionaire. <laughs> Keep your movie." And it's a picture of him in like ed hardy type shit or like you know trendy euro trash jean clothes and stuff like that and jean jacket or leather jacket standing next to <laughs> standing next to a bentley um that i guess we're s- supposed to believe is his uh <laughs> so it's just now i went to check out his website to remember his to remember what his name is and his website's not his website is down yeah his his uh main <laughs> His, his, like, the banner image on his Twitter account is, like, a readout from, I guess, an ATM that shows him having $655,000 in his <laughs> available balance. <laughs> like, just, I'm trying to paint a picture here of the guy that does that shit. Like, the person who's, <laughs> I just wanted to, like... I don't know, man. I feel like this has to be the next grift we get into because his move is um, Andrew Tate. That, that wasn't Jeremy Tate. His name is Andrew Tate. He was a kickboxing world champion. Apparently, his dad was like a chess grandmaster, and he's a British guy, from what I understand. And I, I, I mean, I'm fascinated by him. I'm fascinated by his lifestyle. He's like the male, not equivalent, because that's not the right word. He's like the other side of Marianne Williamson like what she, like like 
her grift is like um polar opposite from his grift his grift uh-huh. is like be a man look at these pictures of me um with like sexy chicks that like <laughs> all look like they're being human trafficked <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and apparently a, a guy in boxers in one picture i'm scrolling through all his pictures that's another fighter that's another yeah. guy who's a fighter so he has this thing called the war room which i guess is his his brand right his like his uh you pay 997 pound for an annual subscription an exclusive members members only club with 11 verified millionaires <laughs> Just like the idea of thinking that being a verified millionaire means anything. I mean, if you consider like the most normal, like if you made a decent investment on the first house that you bought when you were like 27, you're probably a millionaire on paper. Like if you just got out in the the right time on paper, like half the population is a verified millionaire. It's just, like the 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 positioning of it is so childlike and so immature but also so funny <laughs> um and he he has some disciples like there are people who like what he say oh yeah what he, what he has to say and <laughs> i'm just going to read a few choice ones he's like a big he's not like what you would call right wing but he's more like Proud Boys E. He, he's mm-hmm. not like political. He's more just like culture war type guy. You know. Sure. I've never seen a hot girl in Antifa ever. <laughs> ugly chicks mad. They weren't born hot. And soy boys trying to bang the ugly chicks. Life's life's losers in masks. And all of his all of his tweets are in this sort of um. They they sound like <laughs> poems. All of the, his yeah, tweets. This like haiku. Form. Yeah, haiku. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> I'm looking through, man. It's crazy. He he's he's bonkers. And um, I guess my point in bringing up this guy is that I think this has to be our next move because you've been losing all this weight, and <laughs> like the like you have before and after pictures now, which is the only predicate requirement. To, to start like a campaign of 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 grifting and doing this bullshit all you have to do is you could just be like this guy and do be i have like, to start a whole new twitter account <laughs> maybe you just rebrand the existing and be like first of all podcasting's for losers and, and like you immediately say the minute i stopped doing that i started getting so much ass and <laughs> Just like a lot of pictures. <laughs> Who's the most in shape person that you know in real life? Like just pictures of you and him and you mm-hmm. and that person. Yeah. It, you know, in the mirror in the gym. Yeah. With your shirts off. Yeah, we could we could turn this into something. I'm sure we could. We... Yes. <laughs> Behind the scenes I'd have to have Gina help me write some of it though. <laughs> She'd be good at it too. She loves every trolling. One of these women, every one of these women in his in all of his pictures look like just look like they they have um ankle monitors on (laughs) (laughs) you see this one there's a picture of a girl's boobs and it says instagram is down couldn't watch titty pics so got the girls over for real (laughs) (laughs) so i ordered 
a collection of prostitutes to come to my house. <laughs> yeah, basically. By the way, six hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. That's like one night with yeah. a, with a with a coterie of prostitutes. <laughs> You're gonna tear through all that money in no time. He sells off um, access to, and every once in a while gives it away for free. Access to uh, live chats, like he does live chat. Mm. And I'm like kind of on the lookout. I want to see. I mean, look, okay, this guy has, to his credit, excelled in something more than you and I ever sure. ever have. He was a kickboxing world champion. Now I think that that's a very fluffy definition because there's like a hundred different world champions at any moment. But still, that means he's probably one of the best, or was at one point, because he seems like he's a little older now. Like he's in his he's in his mid late thirties, maybe, but. At his in his day, he was probably like one of the best, you know, hundred or couple hundred kickbox kickboxers in the world. So fucking good on you, you know, great job. Mm-hmm. But if I'm reading this right, and I like to think that I am, because I've been following this guy for a couple months just out of morbid curiosity, it looks like he's probably somebody who did the very predictable uh, story. We, we've all heard it, heard it before, right? Athletic success short-term income immediately almost immediately lose all your money blow it on expensive tastes and stupid things Mm -hmm. and then pulled a move that you got to respect took the notoriety from that famous athletic career and turned it into a grift and turned it into like a (laughs) i went broke but let me not talk about that let me tell you how you can also how you can become rich and my problem with that is the same thing I just got done complimenting him about the way that he got rich and the way that he ever ever had you know this not probably like 12 year old photo of his available <laughs> balance being $655,000 the way that that money got in there was because he's just incredibly gifted at fighting and he's a he's a great athlete mm-hmm. and what are you you're going to teach people that right. first be <laughs> first spend your entire 20s making millions of dollars as a great professional athlete. Okay, done. Now, here's all the decisions you make from that point on. Right. And that um, that's that seems to be like that's like uh the master class thing. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, that, that, and that's even so that, people people, like, people eat that shit up. They love it. They fucking love it. And I know it's just an evolution of self-help. Mm-hmm. And that self-help yeah. is really just the same thing that just kind of changes like self-help changes tonality from era to era. Like yeah. you remember self-help? I don't know if you were aware of it, but like in the 90s, I don't know if your parents had self-help books or any of that shit when no. it was like really trendy, but it was different. It was like um it was very fluffy. It was that's we talk about Marianne Williamson, that's where she comes from. Mm-hmm. Like 90s self-help books, right? That was her her shit. That that creating brands around it. Yeah. And now it's now it's guys like this. Yeah. And this is the tone. This is the... the, and I can't decide which one's worse. Because at least this guy makes you laugh. And the other ones are super bland. <laughs> but they're both just like depressing as shit. And, um, this and is it's the always, world, man. This is what people like. And this guy's a small fry. He doesn't have like... He's not like a Tony Robbins or anything. It's not like he's... Or even, I don't know, like... Think about Mike Cernovich. You know who Mike Cernovich is? Uh... He's the guy that wrote... Uh, Gorilla mindset, right? And he's like this um, sort of Trump-supporting online troll-type guy mm. who 
he wrote Gorilla Mindset, which is this like idiotic book about how men need to be like alpha. And I don't know. I didn't really. I I I am not interested in Mike Cernovich the way I am in in uh, Andrew Tate. I find Andrew Tate infinitely more entertaining than Mike Cernovich. But Mike Cernovich is a guy who has millions of people following him on social media. He, I think he's had some financial troubles lately, but he had a really robust grift going. Like he had a really good, you know, steady stream of revenue coming through. And, um, but they're, they're sort of cut from the same cloth. And I think there are actually pictures of this guy with Mike Cernovich on his, uh, Andrew Tate on his, um, on his feed somewhere here. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, man. I see opportunity here because the key isn't in the things that this guy is saying or any of his tweets or any of the images that he's posting or any of his lessons or whatever. The key is in the replies. If you read the replies Mm -hmm. and you look through the people that are following him and that are engaging and that are full, full on paying 997 pounds a year for access to him. And his fucking fake ass rented Bentley, you know, Marriott Doubletree lifestyle. <laughs> like, they're fucking stupid. And for some reason, they have money. And they're just begging anybody to, to take it from them. And I just don't see why it can't be us. I, I think it could be. We just, we have to, uh, we have to focus all our energy on on it. On, on being as lame as humanly possible. You know who the big one was? Huh. Ah, uh, shit, man. I think he's even a Vegas guy. And I can't remember his name. I think I may have blocked it out on it, purpose. Is but... it Chris Angel? That guy? No, 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 no. No, not that guy. That guy's that guy's a, a talented person. Because <laughs> I thought that Chris he's Angel? part of that. I thought he's part of that whole... Uh... Uh, what's it called? Like, let's look, look. Can we set the the stage for what these people are? These uh-huh. are guys with like very multicolored tattoos, like lots of colors <laughs> in tattoos. They've they've never buttoned up a shirt. Uh huh. Um, like what else? What are the like the eyewear is the most expensive thing they're usually uh-huh. wearing. Obviously, Ed Hardy shirts. Ed Hardy shirts. When, when they do wear shirts. When, they, um, when you can get a shirt on them. <laughs> <laughs> like, bodies that look great, but have, like, one thing wrong with them. Like, like the <laughs> like the chest is wrong. Or, like, like, uh, like an old Todd McFarlane um, drawing of Spider-Man where it's all out of proportion. <laughs> where it's like, damn, Spidey looks swole, but he looks like he missed leg day. Weird beard lines. Weird beard lines. Intentionally weird beard lines. Um, like two, like one too many accessories. Like a, a nice pair of glasses, you know, a ring, a bracelet, a watch, and then also an anklet. Like, and it's like, why do you have the anklet? You're, first of all, a guy. Why are you wearing that? Second of all, pick four. Just pick four. <laughs> pick four accessories to wear. You don't Four need the fifth one. <laughs> um, I mean, like, whatever. You can sit around and make, I mean, like, look, people can sit around and make fun of our aesthetics for literally years. So I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, like, go too deep on that. But I guess my point is, <laughs> my point is, how do I become one of these guys? <laughs> <laughs> do I just have to start going to the gym more? I guess I just have to start going to the gym more. It's too I mean, late for me to become a. Cur- Maybe if there's like a, 
maybe a maybe you can circuit for people in their late 30s and early 40s <laughs> i could become a kickboxing champion in that maybe you can black clansman it and like you, you just do oh, the talking yeah. you just do the talking and the writing you, you handle the twitter account and then yeah. find some find some dude to be the face of it in person in public yeah just some like fucking sexy ass honduran dude that just works in my neighborhood who just is just in incredible shape and i'll shave his head and i'll just outfit him with gucci and like whatever other predictable pretentious boring outfits and brands you would put on a person like that and, and then i'll do the next live bird road show with him like sitting next to me we'll have we'll have no rapport whatsoever <laughs> I won't say a fucking word because I'm me and he won't speak English. <laughs> the guy I'm thinking of, Dave, you have to help me because it's still bugging me. The guy that I'm thinking of was the dude who, during the Vegas shooting, he was running away and he was like, I'm doing a tactical retreat and I'm going to try to ascertain the situation. He's the guy with the beard and he's on Instagram. His big platform is Instagram. Fuck, man. I can't remember his name, but he's like, he's like a little chunky, but mostly he's just like, a, uh, like a monster. He's like a big, huge dude, um, and he's just famous for. I think he's he was like some billionaire's kid or something like that. But uh, he, he basically just like shoots guns and has like, like uh, like nightclub chicks around him all the time. I think it's this guy that I just found. I'm Googling it. Dan Bilzer. Dan Bilzerian. Bilzerian. Thank you. I, I've never heard gonna, of this person. I though. was going to kill myself trying to think of that name. Look at this I would fucking never guy. Have remembered. Dan, he's incredible. He is the, he is what this guy of Udon. <laughs> he um, trained to be a Navy SEAL, but he never became. One. Yeah. Yeah, I was totally going to be like a Navy SEAL, but that shit was lame, and they told me that I couldn't just kill people. So, um, you know, so, yeah. Dan Bilzerian is the true, fully formed Andrew Tate. One day Andrew Tate can get to that level. I haven't seen any Andrew Tate photos on private jets, which is the um, exclusive milieu of uh, Dan Bilzerian. Damn, that's a name that I could have gone the rest of my life without remembering. Now I remember it. Now it's now it's there. I'm actually gonna. I think I'm gonna look this guy up. Like I'm gonna be like looking at shit about him all night because he's hilarious. He's hilarious. There's, there's, he's there's all... even there's even an official Dan Bilzerian video game about shooting zombie women in the Nevada desert. <laughs> I'm I. I'm honestly shocked that you didn't have anything to do with the production of that game. I, that's a, that would be. There's so many oh, things in your wheelhouse. I know that's amazing. The official account. What's the most recent thing up? <laughs> Just like working out, <laughs> surfing. Yeah. See, this is. I love my. I love. I love homeboy, Andrew Tate. But yo, he's got to get his weight up to get into. Dan Bilzerian's class. He's not there yet. Like this guy. Oh my god! Are you on his? Are you on his Instagram right now? I'm on his Instagram page. Where are, else look, would look I at, be? I literally the, will never be anywhere else. Look at the third thing. The girls on the boat while he's uh, he's jet skiing <laughs> or water skiing. <laughs> it's hilarious. Look. <laughs> 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 ah. 
he's going up in the yeah this is this is great i was just laughing for this um uh, <laughs> audio medium <laughs> so it's taken pointing backwards out of the um the bow of the boat i suppose is the back right uh and there's like four instagram model looking women there and uh they're all just kind of posed and in the far background you see bilzerian is wakeboarding i think and he hits one wake really hard and just like in slow motion loses you know honestly this shows some like uh some self-awareness yeah (laughs) self-awareness and self-effacement and it's 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 good like some deprecation some self-deprecation it's 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 funny it's really funny and this is big beefy dude on the wakeboard in the background he hits the wake goes way up like i mean clears (laughs) a solid 15 this guy is actually pretty fucking hilarious if you scroll down a few more there there's one of him riding a bike and three girls in bikinis riding a bike behind him and the (laughs) caption is i sell weed for a living <laughs> what does that even mean? The only thing I don't like about this guy is that, like, my understanding is he's not. See, the move that these guys have to be is self-made, and this uh-huh. guy is like, this guy's just a rich kid. Like, he has, from my yeah. understanding, is that his, he comes from some really wealthy family, and the only missing component for for these guys to really, really hit the like the Tony Robbins level. I mean, he's almost there at Tony Robbins level, but right, right. you have to be, you have to have that compelling personal story where you, you know, you came from nothing. That's where I think you're going to struggle too, because <laughs> we might have to change you completely. Like, Look at him. He's feeding a bear. He's feeding a bear. <laughs> oh, I thought he was telling it off. No, it looks like he's from the screen grab. It looks like from the the screenshot. It looks like he's just he's like. Oh, oh, I think he, I think he's, he's feeding, feeding a French it. fries. Yeah. Yo, oh. a lot of these girls that he's with look hmm. way, way, way too young <laughs> to be in pictures with this guy. They're this probably all be, eighteen, basically. He's got to be like in his. I mean, he looks pretty fucking washed. He looks maybe in his late forties, uh-huh. early fifties. Yeah. I'm sure he has like a team in place that checks IDs and exactly. stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. But like, man, there are some girls celebrating their 18th birthdays in these pictures. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I just wanted to like strategize our next brand move as a, yeah. as a podcast. And, well, let, uh, let's continue on that for sure. We'll we'll definitely uh, have to call I'm some glad meetings. You're on board. Yeah, I'm down. Let's make this happen. Know. I don't know what of Wudan means. He's <laughs> from Wudan. Uh, maybe it's like an order of some kind. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So what's next, Dave? What else? Is there any of these uh, any of these items that are very yes, particularly important? What do you want? You have any things? Which one should um, we do? Let's knock out one more and then and the then call it a the, day. The moronic Cuban lady, the fucking dipshit, uh, who was talking about how. Uh, who the the Trump supporter who was outside of, I think it was outside. Oh of the God, debate. that video made me fucking sick. Just that, like the uh, smugness, the self importance, the like. Oh, I might have to drop the sound in just to like into the into the episode. Do you think Joe Biden is a socialist? Yes. How would you define socialism? I define socialism when you bring down your own country, your own race, because he's not black. 
And what does that mean? Bringing them down to black people? Is that what you're saying? No. He's saying that the white people, he doesn't look at himself in the mirror. I'll tell you exactly why I don't like him. He's got a big ego. He thinks he's better than God. You're, Trump, Trump said he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and get away with it. No, I don't think so. He did say that. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. It's on tape. No, I don't believe it. No, that's fake. I swear to God, you can watch it. Fake news, fake news. It's this just like hostility mixed with this unearned, smug yeah. obnoxiousness and in a way where it's coming from a person that that you know they think that they're so benevolent and they're such yeah. and they're a good person like this 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 woman will go to her grave thinking she's a good person yeah. and that she did a great job in life well and this and, is the scariest thing is no matter what happens with elections and all that is the this is out there and there's so many people like this this is half the country yeah conservatively i mean it's no pun intended but yeah yeah yeah. it's it's fucking it's so disgusting and they're they're like this like in every uh every walk of life it's not just like political things like they're 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 like this about talking about sports yeah and they're like that yeah exactly yeah oh god it's it's a it's a it's a and I don't know if you if it's proper to call it a condition. I mean, it's like some kind of a narcissism, yeah. yeah. Where you're so, and I know people always love to throw out the, um, I, 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 my my brain's not doing great tonight. But like my the, the thing the the thing that I have the opposite of the 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 uh, <laughs> I have the opposite condition <laughs> where it's the inverse of you where the the. The more incompetent you are, the more competent you perceive yourself to be. Uh huh. I forget what the it's like Dunning Kruger effect. I think is what it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Dunning Kruger effect is for the uninitiated. The Dunning uh, it's a cognitive bias in which people mistakenly um, is a cognitive bias in which people mistakenly assess their cognitive ability as greater than it is. It's related to the cognitive bias of illusory superiority and comes from the inability of people to recognize their lack of ability. Without this self-awareness of metacognition, people cannot objectively evaluate their competence or incompetence. That means that you're too stupid to know that you're stupid. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. if you've ever met stupid people who know they're stupid, which you and I have, uh-huh. they're some of the most like joyful and wonderful people to be around. Yeah, like, yeah. When they're just like, I mean, like half of the polar bear MCs were like that. Like, they were just like they were dumbasses. Gladly knew they were dumbasses, uh, and they were our best friends. Yeah, we were like the fucking little kids from Stranger Things. No one better to hang out with. No one better to hang out with. I have the opposite problem, where I'm incredibly competent mm-hmm. and think I'm an idiot and behave like one. <laughs> and that's why I love hanging out with you. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> I love on the Wikipedia page it's like on the Wikipedia page of Dunning-Kruger effect there's like an, an, an some sort of like I guess this is the symbol for psychology and it's like part of a series on psychology and it just has like this <laughs> like pitchfork symbol I don't know what the fuck I guess that's the that's the field that's the um the symbol for the field of, te- of um, psychology but yeah anyway the the Trump supporting woman 
Cuban lady in Miami just barfing out obnoxious responses to what socialism is. Uh, I wish the Young Turks, because this is a Young Turks video, wish the Young Turks had sent like maybe a, a better interviewer. I know that a, a, a lot of these like in the field things they have to send like really young people or people who aren't really great at acquitting themselves. But the reporter was didn't like really do a great job of of exploring or pushing harder on this woman. And don't get me wrong, this was a Young Turks reporter, so it's not like she was one of these pretend to be, um, you know, without an agenda, New York Times, Miami Herald type reporter. She wasn't. She wasn't like a an a performatively objective reporter. She was somebody who was like, "I'm with the Young Turks," and I'm on the I'm on the left, which is fine, but mm. just be a little better at eviscerating this woman please god damn i mean if you're gonna take the time fucking take the time what else dave how about Jesus this one Christ. The hell did you go see happen? bernie at church the other day he yeah. was in vegas no and i heard it was like it was pretty crazy i i know some people who got to but what happened do you have a report do you have a secondhand report that you can share with the listeners? no i ain't got nothing it, it, it happened. I saw pictures of some of our progressive friends with him, and that's the end of the story. Michael I'm Jackson fans on. are suing <laughs> Neverland Ranch accusers? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> that's kind of a uh, a version of that uh, that Dunning Cougar <laughs> effect. <laughs> Spotify overpaid songwriters, publishers, royalties. <laughs> That's why I never, uh-huh. I never bring anything to this show <laughs> because it's fucking pointless. No, Dave, uh, tell me. Do you know what? I, what do you want to know what I was just doing there? Uh, I was just reading the words that appear in the URL. Uh huh. I like, know. Not the actual headline. Just the words that are in the URL. <laughs> I could tell. So tell me what's going on with Spotify. Spotify, Dave. Uh, let's let's set this up like like um like if we were like a well produced show. Dave says here on this consequence of sound article, Spotify says it overpaid songwriters and publishers last year. Wants uh, the money back. What's up with that? Did you hang up? No, I'm still here. I don't think I could. Uh... I don't think I could straight-faced even talk about this right now. Why? I mean, come on. You're just trying to get off the off the line because, honestly, like what I said is not that funny. It's not Dan Bilzerian swinging an oversized tennis racket funny. Oh, God. I just think it's hilarious because, uh, you know, we, we all know that Spotify, um, you know, pays an insanely small royalty rate to, to musicians, to songwriters, and uh, rights holders. But um, they're trying to get out of any increase in in paying by saying that they overpaid in the past. So they're going to take out that overpayment from future royalties rather than uh, do the the harder thing, which is, of course, to fight the uh, increased royalties in the first place. So it's just like a really obvious way of trying to get out of uh, increasing what they pay. And I, I just think it's, it's hilarious. That's all. Sounds fair. I yeah, mean, they wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't uh, if yeah. it wasn't legit. Exactly, it's uh, it's it's the way things work. It's you know you got you got to go along with the way things work because it's important to uh, 
maintain yeah, that, you know? Um, <laughs> I can't stop looking at Danville's area. <laughs> so I'm so glad I remembered his name. So good. Another move a lot of these guys do. In a lot of photos, either they or the guy, the other guys that they're in the photos with, giving the finger to the mic to the camera. <laughs> they learned that from Tupac and Eminem. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of that is going on. A lot of like, fuck you. It's like fuck I always you, think bro. to myself, how do you know the person seeing that photo isn't your mom? And then you're telling your mom, fuck you. There's no telling who could be on the other side. What if? What if? <laughs> What if uh, Malala is on the other... You know, the, the girl mm-hmm. that was shot? What if she's the yeah. one looking at that photo? You're going to say, fuck you, Malala? It's terrible. It's a good point. Very good point, I mean, like, what if it's the Pope? <laughs> Very good point. All right, I'm going to go eat my chicken wings. What if it's Keanu Reeves? No, now I'm pissed. Mm-hmm.